Welcome to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Listen in today as Sharon shares her thoughts on how negativity can impact your psychic ability and how, in fact, being psychic can make you even more susceptible to the toxicity of others. Let's learn more from Sharon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back once again to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. As I mentioned in the last episode, which was episode 42, what is your psychic type? I would do another bit on how to protect your psychic self, then also go into meditations. Now, I'm going to start with how to psychically protect yourself, but I don't want to make this way too long. So there may be a part four, which would be the meditations, and the meditations will be designed for each uh, psychic type. So a specific meditation for the intuitive, the emotional intuitive, a specific meditation for the physical intuitive etc. If I don't get time in this particular podcast to get to that, and we talk too much, I talk too long about the psychic protection, make sure you come back for the fourth part of this series, okay? I really didn't intend to do four parts when I started talking about your psychic type, but what comes to be is that we are all very different, and each intuitive type needs to be able to know how to actually take care of themselves And how to identify when they're off track or on track. This particular session will help you a lot because what I want to talk about is how to clear the energy field, how to recognize when you're absorbing other people's stuff. This is an issue that I've run into for many years because I grew up around dysfunction. And so I got really, really good at identifying what was going on in the environment, what was identify what was going on around the people that I knew I had to, I had to know what they were thinking or what they were going to do next, kind of, kind of eyes in the back of my head type thing. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. I also want you to remember that I'm going to pull a card for you and I'm going to pull a, a card again from the uh, Psychic Tarot, which is John Holland's deck. Uh, if you like the messages, et cetera, that you receive here, you might want to go and pick up the psychic tarot deck. Part of taking care of ourselves involves being aware of our environment and how we allow others to affect us. We tend to be psychically and unconsciously affected by others' thoughts and emotions, both good and bad. So if somebody's having a bad day, we walk into their energy field or it reaches out to us and our energy field reaches back, we're going to all of a sudden feel kind of cranky, like we're having a bad day. And it can cling to us. It can stick with us. It can stay with us. And even though we can feel what they're feeling, maybe it's anger, maybe it's fear, maybe it's sadness, maybe it's grief. If we try to take it on to ourselves or we let it absorb into our third chakra function, then all that happens is there's Now two people feeling sad or unhappy because you can't, by absorbing the negativity from someone else, you can't make it go away for them, (laughs) okay? And empaths tend to do that. They tend to try to do that. Intense feelings will form clouds that cling. And for a lot of people, the third chakra acts as a funnel where they do receive other people's energy unconsciously. Of course, we're not, not aware of that. We, again, I'm going to say it, we cannot carry someone else's anger, fear, or stress, or resolve it for them. We can only feel what they feel and what they suffer physically, emotionally, and mentally. Many, many people tend to absorb energy from others. And it's unconscious. You don't realize you're doing it. 
But the more that you understand your energy field and how it operates, the better you'll be able to protect yourself from picking up negative and destructive energy. Some really loving, kind, helpful people, empaths, will reach out and they'll willingly accept other people's hardships and stress and emotions. And when we're aware that we're here to be of loving service to others, it can be really hard not to want to help lift them up and lift their burdens in any way we can. Thus, we can fool ourselves into believing that caring another's pain is good for them, not harmful to ourselves, because it is. Unfortunately, when we attempt to take away someone else's pain by absorbing it, we only trap it in our own energy field. Now we got two people in pain, as I mentioned before. And because that we give energy to, as you know, as you think, so you are, we create our own reality, that we give energy to expands, then the pain is magnified. Now you got two people in pain and there's wonderful, loving people out there who are constantly physically affected by someone else's negative energy, stomach pains, weight gain, fatigue, lack of focus, persistent muscle or joint aches, and lack of vitality are often signs that your energy field is overburdened. So you don't want to become a natural sponge. You don't want to take on the emotional pollution of the environment, the people that are toxic. They feel heavy and are overwhelmed by responsibility. And if you feel excessive guilt or worry or stress for others, you might, without realizing it, be soaking up energy that's harmful to you. So we can't absolve or dissolve what someone else has created. And while we all desire to be understood, when we take on another's energy, we can become drained and we can become confused. You know, there, it's almost like that battle of light and dark, isn't it? Like you see it, it's, it's portrayed. I mean, there's always an antagonist and protagonist in every story. The good guy and the bad guy, the white hat and the black hat. And this is kind of following along that same route. You must be strong enough and hold strong enough to not take on other people's stuff. We all want to be understood and we all want to be desired. Uh, we all want to be cared for. But if we want to be helpful to others, it's better if we just visualize them, better for them and for us, visualize them in the white light of love and compassion. I have spoken so much over and over and over on the essential vitality of love, the energy of love, the power of love. It's like when you take your cell phone and it's just about out of gas, you can't just hold it in your hand and energetically charge it. You have to plug it into a socket somewhere and allow the energy to flow. Think of that light, that socket you plugged it into as light and love as love, as white light coming into your cell phone to re-energize it and give it back its power. Intuition is the ability to be aware of and translate energy into useful information because we're still physical. We're still here on a physical reality. So it's not necessary to take the energy of another and experience it as our own. Consider the way doctors and healthcare practitioners relate to an ill person. They want to understand and they want to direct others to health, but they would not be effective if they became so attuned with the illness and the patient that they couldn't lead them through the illness and back to health. Intuition demands that we align ourselves with higher knowing, a higher compassionate love. It must be centered in divine spirit. And then we can help others to experience through our awareness, because now we know, perfect health. 
abundance, forgiveness, and divine wholeness. So psychic protection begins with awareness. We initially make contact with our environment through our chakras. When we enter a meeting at work, a social situation, or even a restaurant, our chakras send out energetic antenna to check out the surrounding. We'll be drawn to those of like energy. You ever meet somebody? Happens to me a lot here. When I have clients come here, there'll be people that will come in and I'll have never met them before. And I'll just feel like I know them really, really well. And it's because they are of like mind. They are. And then there's others I don't have that kind of connection to. But it happens a lot. I'll look and I'll say, you've been here before, haven't you? And they'll go, no, I've never met you before. And I feel like I have. That's what I'm talking about with like energy. We are drawn to those of like energy. and We'll feel more comfortable with those who share a similar energetic makeup. We are being forced to evolve. But wouldn't you rather evolve by choice? I would. I would rather become enlightened and empowered while on this physical plane rather than being forced to and finding myself having to go through all the, everybody else's trials and traumas just to get to a loving place. Our umbilical cord, this is going to surprise you. Though it's physically not existent, it doesn't exist anymore, it does still exist in a psychic form. And it keeps us locked into the belief that we are dependent on our limited and competitive-oriented environment. And when we continue over time to operate this way, we grow more out of touch with our spiritual nature. So when we begin to identify more and more with our divine nature, we're going to find those who are stuck in negativity will naturally just fall away. And others who feel and sense the light that flows from us will be drawn closer. So one of the greatest lessons, which is a part of empowerment and enlightenment that we've come to earth to learn for all of us, is how to care for and how to love one another. And all healing comes from universal love or from God. Divine spirit resides within each soul. Everyone has psychic ability. Everyone has ability to love. The universe alone knows the truth for each individual. And we can't replace that knowing with just human logic. When we think we can take another's pain or loneliness or suffering, we're robbing them of their opportunity to experience the universe themselves. We're stopping them. And remember, we were born with the right to make divine choice. Choice is who we are, who we, we are a unique species on the planet with that power, power of choice. And we're also taking away from ourselves the experience of the divine within because we're reaching down instead of up. And when we become aware of the power of spirit, we will know that we can trust the working out of our affairs with others. We will see beyond form and appearance to the truth and will give others not a desperate need to fix and control from that need, but we will give them warmth and unconditional love. Loving and detachment often seem to be at different ends of the spectrum for a lot of people. And yet to love others, we have to be able to let go of what our expectations of who we or what we think they should be. It sounds contrary, but it actually works. And for me, it was probably one of the most difficult things to learn was how to let go. But letting go brought the truth. Letting go allows growth. And it allows us to love in the fullest sense of who we are. We can't really know what others have come here to learn and experience. It's not our place. To keep our karma clear and free, we need to be able to bless and witness what we don't always understand. And I talk about this all the time too. Every negative toxic experience has a golden nugget of knowing and wonder in it and grace. Find that golden nugget and you can toss the rest of the experience completely away. 
To be able to love someone with the highest love we have is to be able to release them to their choices and their decisions, allow them to make their own call. And to be a wise psychic or an effective healer or an intuitive, it is necessary to find the source of love and wisdom within yourself. Another word I use a lot is the word selfish, not in stealing candy from a baby selfish. I'm talking self-love, selfish, get selfish, take care of yourself, because as you do and you grow and you get stronger, wiser and more loving, you will serve those around you in a more powerful way. When we give ourselves over to the care of the universe, the care of spirit, miracles can happen. And the miracle of the divine expressing itself in our life will begin. Okay, so it's really important to start to discern the difference between truth and illusion. Sages and seers and teachers are always looking to make sure that our world as it sits now is recognized as illusory and not the truth. What you see is not the truth. It is an illusion because what you see is interpreted by every soul on this planet differently. You can see that the world is an illusion. Then it's easy to understand why we have difficulties in discernment, why we, you know, we struggle because we're physical. It's not always easy to see beyond the outward form or the illusion of the material world in the, into truth. So, for example, I am a five foot four inch woman with blonde hair. And that's true today. Really, for eternity, it's actually an illusion. What I really am is a soul. I'm an aspect in truth with the substance of the universe. And this will be true today, tomorrow, and forever. So the truth of me is not my five foot four blonde hair self, but is my soul. So we need to set our anchor in eternal truth in its aspects of the universe. And love, creativity, abundance, beauty, those are all aspects of universal love. And part of intuitive involvement involves stripping away whatever is not truth. You can't just do it by dyeing your hair. <laughs> so I think that's going to be enough for now. I think that for this gives you some really good information around how to let go and how to allow yourself to release the need to heal others, the need to be, to step into their energy and the need to take their burdens, lift their burdens. That's not our job. That is not our job as empath healers. Our job as empath healers, intuitives, and psychics is to love, be compassionate. Don't rob others of the opportunity to have the lessons they wish to learn or the experiences they wish to have. Okay, so now let me pick a card for you. Um, I also invite any of you that want to, that might have questions. Uh, I invite you to get a hold of me through Sharon at SharonRose.com. You can email me anytime you like with any questions or concerns uh, in regards to the podcast, because I'm more than willing to answer any questions that you might have that I might be able to, to assist you with. If you really don't understand this, then do get a hold of me. Um, it might require that you want to set up an appointment, maybe, or you might, because I'm still doing one-on-one -on -one appointments, or you may just have a simple question I can answer over email, and I'd be quite happy to do that. Okay, I pulled a card from the Psychic Tarot deck, John Holland's Psychic Tarot deck, which is the card, it's called The Waiting Game. This is a spiritual card from the spirit 
section of the deck and I have to interpret this for you here. The waiting game, the waiting game. It's a beautiful card. It looks like a, a timer, an egg timer, a glass egg timer that you would turn upside down. So an old fashioned one, not <laughs> the one on your microwave. <laughs> okay. This card indicates that you've worked hard to set things in motion. This card indicates that you've worked hard to set things in motion in certain areas of your life. And you're now waiting for the results to come to fruition. So that's good news around your development. Number two uh, is the number of the card. And it's all about choice and decision. And in the past, you may have been afraid to make decisions of choices or choices. But now you're no longer held prisoner by this fear or the constraint of old beliefs. Expect the best and be open to the limitless power of your intuition, which is presently very strong. Trust and use it to assist you. Achievement and success are assured, but once obtained, don't let it change you. Remember who you are, the effort that it took to get you to this point, and the gratitude you need to show to the people who helped you along the way. Stay on your spiritual path, for it will continue to guide you on the journey of your soul. I love this card. What a beautiful card. This deck, again, is the Psychic Tarot deck by John Holland, a really wonderful psychic medium who uh, is out of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, so remember, there will be a section four for this. It will be about the, it'll be specifically a meditation for each of the psychic intuitive types, the emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual. And it will be a guided meditation. So you'll be able to find the one that belongs to you and that you fit into according to the quiz. Now, if you're listening to this, I want you to understand that episode 41 has the quiz that you need to answer so you know where to go with all this information. All right. Okay. I hope that helped you a little bit today. That was fun. Uh, until next week uh, with episode 44. Take care. Have a good week. I'll see you then. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.